What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Welcome to Deep Healing with Andy and Kate. It's just like therapy. Let's heal our deals. So you, we finally ripped the Band-Aid off? We did. <laughs> We're in an unfinished... Uh, the studio is... Hi, by the way. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Deep Healing. Again. Thank you for coming back. <laughs> yeah, you clearly aren't healed yet, so... <laughs> Neither are we. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're sitting in an unfinished, uh, rebuilt studio after we had a flood in our home. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think it's going to be, uh, it's definitely like Studio 2.0, for sure. It's more spacious. Uh, there's comfier chairs. Uh, last time I was on a beanbag on the floor. Yeah, yeah. We had to reorganize our whole setup, and not just in the studio, but in the whole basement. We had just, I was trying to have a finished basement in like an unfinishable basement yep. so like that carpet's gone a lot of shit's gotten thrown out now yeah but we moved a couple um chairs into the studio to make it more comfortable we're gonna do i really feel like if i can make the vibe in here like you know it's set and setting right you gotta yeah. be in a nice comfortable place and not that i don't love sitting at a computer but this is way more relaxing, more enjoyable. Nice. I like this. It's nice. It's yeah. Nice. So how you been? <laughs> I, I, you know, I've been okay. A little, a little overwhelmed with what we have to do. Yeah. Yeah. It took us a while to even do this. Yeah. Because our biggest problem is... Procrastination. Stopping ourselves. Yes. Even from doing good things. That's kind of what I wanted to focus on this episode, too, is I, I have stopped myself... In almost everything. <laughs> <laughs> and it started with having COVID. Yeah. Because then you kind of stopped doing, reading your Artist Way book. Mm -hmm. It gave me a really good excuse to be really, I mean, I was, genuinely felt like crap. Yeah, it was brutal. It gave me a really good excuse to be <laughs> lazy. <laughs> and once you give a lazy person uh, an inch... <laughs> Gonna, we'll think about taking a mile, we're gonna, but no, we won't do it. No, we're doing, we did it. 
<laughs> we did it. Our basement flooded a, a couple weeks ago now, and we're still... The universe has thrown many curves at us lately, and I think it's <laughs> really to slap us in the face and, and get us motivated again. It knows this is who we are. <laughs> and we, I wanted to start refinishing some furniture for some extra cash so I can be home with our son yeah. and bring in some money easily. Yeah. Um, and, and you're good at it, too. Why, thank you. And Andy wanted to start, you know, making some T-shirts for the Deep Share and... Yeah, merchandise. All that stuff. And we got all the things and it's been sitting here since Christmas and we haven't done anything with it so because we're like well when we finish the basement we can do it when we finish the basement we can do it yeah so yeah. the universe is like flood the bitch yeah fuck you guys <laughs> <laughs> now here is my wrath to get off their butts and do something yeah sorry to our neighbors uh the universe was trying to deal yeah, with it us got them uh, too. it got everybody because honestly, I mean, let's let's like tell the little story about how our town, against a lot of local wishes, put in a big bike path, and it happened to be right behind our neighborhood, and directly behind our houses. And for the first time ever, after you know leveling the ground, ripping up tons of trees and earth, it suddenly was an ice skating rink back there and behind all of our homes. I mean. To be sort of fair, it was kind of like that everywhere. We got, what, 17 inches of snow and then 50-degree rainstorms on top of it. Yeah. So it turned the snow into six inches of ice. For sure. And all the water couldn't really go anywhere. But they didn't, they didn't do much with the land back there. They ripped up all the trees, the large trees that... I think there was a lot absorbed of land. Yeah, there was a lot of yeah. shit back there that was absorbing. And I'm not saying it and was completely replanted. 100%. Yeah, there's little, there's little plants here and there and stuff, but what? Well, they have 12 holly bushes and 12 blueberry bushes and two trees. Yeah, but like before <laughs> it was just mess, yeah. woods, like it was like a natural blockade, and, yeah. you know, of tons of like leaves and dirt. Yeah. But regardless, it just, it added to it did. what may have happened naturally without it. But, mm -hmm. and then it targeted our shitty foundation. How <sighs> dare that happen? So, you know. but that was one of the many things that, you know, was on our long list of yeah. Things we haven't gotten to, you know? And we haven't been taking care of our cars and stuff, too. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's coming to a head. And uh, shout out to uh, Andy's parents. <laughs> yeah, for helping me out in a jam because, like, everything hit us at once. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. I got into an accident, which forced us to, to take action on certain things. And mm -hmm. it's just like, yeah, okay, I get it. We've been... Like, I, I, my excuse has been, well, I have work, and then I focus on the podcast as much as I can, and then I have time with my family, and uh, what, what else? I, uh, I just act like there's no time, and I'm always guilty of that, saying yeah. there's no time for anything. And you kind of curse yourself with that, because there's... You make what you a say. A lot of time you make what you say. You, yeah. Magic. Magic. Right? Spelling. Spelling. Jinx. <laughs> 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 You don't owe me a Sprite. I don't owe you a Sprite because you wouldn't drink a Sprite. No. Neither I would I. I try. I would drink a Sprite. It's fucking gross. Oh, I don't mind. Every now and again, like at a kid's birthday party, I'm like, oh my God, is that grape soda? <laughs> to me, it just reminds me of like when it tasted like a little bit of vodka 
or yeah. m- mostly um, vodka. Yeah, you didn't even have Sprite. Yeah, there was just a dash of Sprite. No. It may have just been a lemon that I sucked on beforehand. I saw you drink a handle of vodka in an afternoon. <laughs> and I still married you. Well, you knew the guy I was going to, to you know. No, you, I knew. You I saw had the terrible self-esteem. <laughs> Yeah, well, look at us. I mean, we both yeah, were broken out. people, and we're both fixing ourselves and helping each other to fix yeah. and you know, ourselves. fixing basements. Fuck yeah! And I like to fix the furniture, because I feel like it's like me. Like you sad little neglected piece of furniture. <laughs> we found you on the side of the road. I have to save you and give you a place to be loved. Someone called you worthless, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> you fat dresser. <laughs> Well, they said you didn't fit in their room. You selfish nightstand. <laughs> well, that's us. That is us. We need fucking 11-inch nightstands in our yeah. tiny little <laughs> We have a tiny little house. Not a tiny house. It's really a, not. It's not not a tiny house. It's like two tiny houses as a medium house. You know, okay, I, my reference is from, like, Loaded Weapon in the 90s, but I know there's better references for, like, the idea of, like, is. going inside of a small-looking place and then it being much bigger on the inside. There's a word for it out there. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But our house feels like the opposite, where, like, it's not that small. It's it's a decent-sized suburban little home. It's only a 1,000 square feet. I know, but whatever. From the outside, from all the angles, it looks like it's going to be a certain thing. And then you go inside, and it feels like it gets smaller. Every room is so tiny. Yeah, when we start trying to place shit, it's like, oh, man. We can't. And I'm, I, in my mind, I'm an interior decorator. Absolutely. Not on paper. Um, in my any, mind, you or, are, too. Or anyone else's house. <laughs> but in my heart of hearts, that was what I was destined to be, but here we are. <laughs> um, and it drives me nuts that I can only put my bed in one spot, because... When I had my apartment, I would rearrange whole rooms. Yeah, overnight. Overnight. I used to do that. I'd go away on a hiking trip, like, one overnight. And I would have every wall painted and all the furniture. It looked awesome. I was always excited. When I came home and you didn't rearrange everything, I was just like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, this is boring. I'm (laughs) going back. Yeah, should I leave again? (laughs) Yeah, I don't even know where that comes from. I just need... Well, I think part of it was because I always wanted to be an interior decorator, and no one wanted me to be their interior decorator. So I kept <laughs> having to decorate my one apartment. That was, like, my only creative outlet for it. Mm-hmm. And so it drives me nuts that there's absolutely nothing I can do in this house. It's weird how I kind of have... I mean, we deserve each other. Mm-hmm. I, I love that kind of shit, too. But, I mean... I don't often get as into it with you necessarily because you're doing your kind of thing. And in my head, you know, you'll come down and see this and be like, yeah, okay, well, you made a studio out of part of the basement. To me, while I'm putting every little shitty piece of this together, I've been like, this is glorious. It's pretty shitty. Yeah, it's in a basement with it's foam like everywhere. It's stolen foam. It's not even stolen. It's trash foam. <laughs> well... Trash Technically, and plywood. It would have been trash, but it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't because you took it out of. The I didn't trash. have to take it out of the trash. I worked at a very high-end medical facility that had shitloads of foam that they were getting rid of all the time, including tons of electronics. They were. This company was the most wasteful company I have ever seen in my life. 
but should we say the name? No, absolutely not. No, I don't want I don't want them the Germans coming after me. Yeah, true. So that's two hints. Oh, medical German that does not foam. narrow it to info. <laughs> Packaging foam. Mm. Dun dun dun. But yeah, they would throw away full blown computers just because like they couldn't figure one thing out. Well, they didn't want to dust it. You got a Dremel. That was fun. I got I feel a Dremel. Like well, what is our topic tonight? Our topic is staying focused and <laughs> why we keep stopping ourselves. Yeah, because we'll, that's a that's a major theme. It's our one of our biggest problems. Oh yeah. Um, and I tend to stop myself by starting new things, mm. throwing myself into it head first, getting to the brink of change, and slamming on the brakes. And be like, wait. But this, mm. I find that I don't. There's probably a deeper root to this, but mm. I know that I, uh, I, I, when I lack uh, deadlines and things like that, I have a real hard time. And and I've seen people online like set deadlines for themselves. Gee, what a genius idea, right? Yeah. That doesn't that, on me. that doesn't work for no. someone someone that has a hard time. For the truly sick. It's weird, too, because I absolutely know what I'm capable of yeah. if I sit down and fucking do something. And it really doesn't matter what it is. It could be the podcast. It could be you. It could be, you know, any activity that I am confident with and I can do a really good job and excel at it. And it's it's almost as if the knowledge of that is good enough in for the ego or something, or for the inner child, perhaps. And... Yeah, I guess I revel in the idea that yeah, well I'll get to it. I'll I'll kick ass eventually. How fucked up is that? Um, and where does that come from? I wish I was that fucked up, but mine is <laughs> even more fucked up. Um, <laughs> mine is I know that I'm capable of it, and I'm absolutely terrified of what I'm capable of, and I'm absolutely terrified of being capable of anything. Yeah. And of any and all success. Like, if I paint a picture and someone's like, you should sell that, I'm not going to touch. I stopped painting. Right. Until everyone let it go for a little bit, and then I started up again. And I'm, like, afraid to even show people, because as soon as they're like, hey, you should do something with that, I'm like... It reminds you of, like, all the pressure of doing that. Like, yeah. It's not even the pressure. I'm just, I think or I'm just succeeding. Afraid. The pressure succeeding, of succeeding, yeah. yeah. I, I don't, and I'm not sure... Maybe today we'll get to the bottom of why I'm so afraid of doing anything with my life. And we're also, you know, again, open to any suggestions that come yeah. come up like, oh, well, try this method or this yeah. or that. Because I know you've already so, answered a lot of these kinds of questions for yourself <laughs> with deep meditation and things like that. I have, but I don't think I nailed it down because I'm still doing it. Right. Yeah, I feel like here. once you really discover it, then you can stop it. Once you really become, I'm conscious of it now, so that's a really big step. That's Absolutely. It's very important, but, I mean, I was doing the artist way, and I was killing it. I was killing it. I was loving it. I'm like, this is changing my life. I'm telling everyone about it. I woke up excited to do it, and this, that, and then I stopped. And then I started uh, Joe Dispenza meditations for like the fifth time in my life mm -hmm. and I was killing it I was doing it hour-long ones in the morning hour-long ones in the evening everything was beautiful it was working out I was feeling good and then I was like 
I'm feeling good, so this is, I gotta stop this. Good so I'm enough. Gonna, I'm gonna go on a fast. <laughs> and I've been fasting for a week now, so we'll see how this goes. Because <laughs> it sucks. She's been getting a little loopy. Oh my god, they're, they're like, oh, it's gonna make you smarter and your brain's gonna be working and functioning. No, no. Not yet. I'm like walking into walls. Yeah, but I'm, I keep telling her she's gotta give it more time for like those effects. Yeah, or But I water. will say, you haven't been bitchy like you thought you would be. Yeah, I'm um, far less. And yeah. which really, really weird because you are the hangriest person. Like that, if when you're hungry, no. you have the potential to be angry. I'm so. dark. Well, you're sure you're dark. But no, like, when I'm hungry, I, I want to hurt people. <laughs> well, fine. Not animals. But people. oddly enough, on this fast, I think your brain is so, like, perturbed. I'm just too tired <laughs> to want to be angry. And you're like, food is so far away from you. You're just like, I don't understand. Why am I not able to eat right now? If I had to go one more hour than I am going. <clears throat> you're doing 16? 16. Most of it's sleeping. Yeah. But I'm a breakfast junkie. Right. And I had to give up breakfast, and I think that's really hard. I uh, I think giving up dinner might even be easier. I don't know. I It would be for me, absolutely. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, hey, listen, if, if the fasting starts to turn around and starts doing good things for you in a little while, great. But if, you know, it's not, then it's worth stopping, you know? It's not... You know, I guess sometimes it does make sense that you kind of hop from one thing to the next, maybe I to do. not I finish keep, it. Right. It's like a dopamine. Thing. But that like, doesn't necessarily mean that you got to stick to everything, though. So because if no. something's not working, don't feel guilty about stopping it because of that frame. You oh, know? certainly not. But everything I'm doing is working. <laughs> and then and you I'm just stopping. hop off. And <laughs> yeah, I got you. And it, I'm stopping because it's working. If it wasn't working, I would be sticking with it. That's true. You. Yeah. 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 There's like some contrarian in there. There's some like antagonist in there. Like no, like Something. I'm taking those words at a very root meaning, you know. But like, what is that? There's like a root of that where, you know, it's the same way as like if someone says purple, you're like absolutely not this color. Like you, I guess defiance. Maybe I'm a little. De I'm definitely defiant by nature, but. I'm just seeing if there's any roots in there I could point at, you know? Interesting. Well, I think a lot of it was I was never allowed to succeed in my life. Yeah. And now that I'm able to, there's no person to stop me anymore. Right. Or to, like, shame me out of it. I'm so used to it that I'm, I'm shaming myself out of it. Or yeah, talking did, myself yeah. out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because every... Every hope and dream I had or expressed or wanted to do was was shut down. Shut down. Mocked. Literally told, you can't do it. You're incapable. No one's going to pay you to do that. That's why I couldn't be an interior decorator. Or an artist. Or, or an this, artist. Or, that. or anything. Yeah. If it wasn't demonic, it was... <laughs> you, you weren't You were capable. I, was, I wasn't capable. So I, I don't have that inner knowing I, I don't know how to trust myself right and I think that's one of the biggest things and I think that's something I need to work on and hopefully complete mm -hmm. I think that's a big reason I wanted to do this podcast with you was to this is my deadline I like that like if I tell 
you know, the people listening, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to feel like a real... Douche canoe? Well, yeah. Like, a, <laughs> like a, just a total hypocrite if I don't. What's the point of this? Right. Yeah, so hopefully this well, helps, so... You inspire me because that's perfect. It's yeah. a good deadline to have. It's like... You know, and I already feel accountable to a lot of listeners from the deep share, and I, that feeling is really good. And again, with the deadlines, it's like if I knew no one was listening, there would be three deep share podcast episodes. Yeah. You know, I mean, not that I had a ton of listeners even in the beginning, but just to know that it was out there and I had to be accountable for myself, I guess, I don't know. I don't know what that roots back to yet, but it's definitely something to think about for mm-hmm. sure. And it's an interesting contrast that we've talked about how growing up, I wasn't straight up told like, you couldn't do that or you can't do that. Or, you're bad at that or whatever. You know, all the negative things that you were kind of directly told. I was more told like, like, well, you won't make any money doing that or this, you know, like, it was always from like the safe perspective. Yeah. And then you look back at our family roots and like you'd see the two mentalities like easily, like overly cautious, like everything's terrible, just duck and hide and uh, and then on like your end there was a lot of abuse and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, you both of those things come through with the children and stuff and like yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but I'm just seeing the parallels and the contrast to like the different ways we learned how to stop ourselves and not follow through for some yeah. reason. It it came from two different places. Very different places. But it it ended in the same result. Yeah. I'm glad so that we've been able Don't stop your kids. Fuck no. I mean anything that's, our son wants to do or is interested him. in, we're like great, done. Great. Absolutely. Do Seriously. It. Yeah. With caution, of course, I mean, yeah, normal he's, caution. I mean, he's four, but... he's not into anything. Right, yeah. Too bad. It's just like dinosaurs and machines. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, I want to break this machine open, see how it works. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, it's hard because I'm sure most parents, including ours in some cases, more or less, most parents anyway, like try don't try to stop their kids. It's a it's a reaction or. And I think that's where your your family definitely came from. Is more like I want to help you and take care of you. What's what are some avenues you can take that's like a guaranteed income and guaranteed this and guaranteed that to make right. sure that you're safe. It said more directly about my parents. Like clearly, yes. they were born into understanding that work, 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 work is the most important thing. And like you know, but they didn't necessarily like. I don't know. Yeah, it's different from what your perspective was. Yeah, mine was. If you succeed, you'll. There was so we'll much pain. Yeah, there was so much pain in your family that they kind of. Um, but it was me. Well, true. Yeah, I'm not trying to. I was. I was going to say like, the words you heard, were, you know, their pain. Yes. That they felt about themselves, and you're their daughter, so of course, you couldn't be any better than them. But it was strange because my. My brother and sister are, successful, and it's. Mm. You know, my sister was allowed to go to college and was or schooling late in life, but it was just it was really sort of encouraged. True. More she wasn't not necessarily encouraged, but not discouraged. You know, and right. my brother has his own business, like he's doing 
great. And it was always like, look how great he's doing. And then anything I wanted to do or be, it was like, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah. You're really... You're, no one's going to yeah. pay you for that. It's, yeah. This is shit I had to kind of like witness over and over. Yeah. With so anything we tried to do. I yeah. felt kind of singled out in that. And I, I'm not sure where that comes from. And they're not here to defend themselves. So I'm not going to get too into it. But, no. But just so people kind of understand a little more of my background, why what I need to sort of overcome was I don't I was never allowed to push myself I was never allowed to fail complete like fail of my own thing that I really want to try or succeed at it mm-hmm. so and, or just sort of like being happy in general like positivity and being happy and this and that was not it was not a normal thing yeah it was not a normal thing and I think when I'm feeling happy and I'm feeling good it is very very unfamiliar to me and it sort of scares me yeah yeah I can see that and like this of course they say your brain creates the things and it's used to it so when you start changing things up your brain's like hey what's going on let's get back to this so it starts thinking the worst possible thoughts or finding excuses to stop or this that and the other thing just to keep you where it's comfortable and it feels safe mm-hmm. and I it's probably just a matter of pushing through that yeah like you're at the point where you can say I know I'm afraid to succeed mm-hmm. I'm afraid of what that looks like I'm trying to find my reasoning for why I stop myself because I do see success on the other side of it like mm-hmm. great stuff across the board in every di- any direction but yet at the same time I, I'm not afraid of it. I'm not afraid of the success, not e- or whatever that may look like, yeah. having more money or uh, even a little more recognition, or whatever. Not fame or anything like that. I'm not even. Ugh. But you know what I mean. <laughs> Just like whatever success looks like, I'm not necessarily like afraid of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm having a really hard time figuring out what is the motivation. Then you know what I mean? Because I would say a lot of people could be comfortable saying it's like a fear of success because it's unfamiliar or this or that. Yeah, or a fear of your own power of what you're capable of. Or maybe it's the responsibilities that come with it. Maybe that's where it is. Because I think sloth is my greatest... Well, you're a Taurus. Yeah, and I move around constantly. I'm like cleaning all the time. It's not about physicalness. It's about... Yeah, I'm only cleaning so I don't have to do it later. (laughs) I guess, if that makes any sense. (laughs) I'm trying to find the most efficient way to be lazy as soon as possible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, fuck, is that not fair? I don't know, man. Like, it's very efficiently lazy. Like, I work all... I, I Here I go again with, like, this, these are all the things I do. Yeah, but, that's what I mean, everyone does. Shit, exactly. It's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, when's enough enough, you know? And we're already in the business of, like, going against the grain and against how things have been run and have been handed down to us, so... My confused brain has a really hard time with like, well, yeah, how much of, how much of this shit, this this work is justified? Well, shit, I just worked for someone else all day long. You I know? think part of yours is you feel guilty or ashamed to relax unless you have all these certain things done. Yeah. 
so you're kind of doing a bunch of different things or making sure I'm all set or Finnegan's all set or you have to make sure everyone's all set and happy and then you can take a little time for yourself. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, I didn't think about that really. Yeah, so I think you you tend to feel really guilty if you just take a minute. Like, you know, I need a, I need an hour. I need 20 minutes. I need, I'm going to rest and I earned this rest and I'm not going to worry about anyone else right now. And it's, huh. I've been doing that myself, you know, taking like my, you know, when the depression got real bad, I'm like, I, I need, yeah, I need to heal. So I need to be a little bit, a little selfish right now. Right. Because if you're, they say if your cup's empty, you can't pour from an empty cup. And I just heard an expression, to love, you have to love from the overflow of your heart you have to love yourself so much that it just overflows out onto other people and you can't really go out loving other people and loving other things and loving other stuff if you don't have any inside for yourself yeah if you haven't even reached the tip top even you know you gotta really overflow it mine's like bone dry (laughs) man mine see mine must be overflowing then right i mean I, don't, I you, shower you with love and I but try do you to do that out of guilt because you want to no, I'm, I'm not no, saying no, and I, I, I didn't I mean... take it that way either. No, I do it because I'll tell you this and I'm not just stuffing this up for the audience or whatever. And I always say this to you. I always just want to see you, the woman I love more than every anything in the world, happy. And and I that maybe that sound and I don't even mean it in the cliche like happy wife, happy life way. Not at all. You as a person, the person I love, my partner, my buddy, my best friend, you know, the one I deserve for sure. Like I don't, and maybe this is partly me taking on that whole empath idea and going, well, shit, I should start looking at how I react to people constantly. Yeah. You know, I don't feel good if you're, if you don't feel good. You need you know, to start if you, some energetic boundaries. I guess so. I don't know. I mean, I don't... <laughs> I'm not even trying to do it... See, I don't believe in selflessness. I just think every selfish act is... All, I mean, <laughs> there is only one of us here all together, so... I heard something today. <coughs> um, being selfish is actually being selfless. Because you're not expecting anyone else to do it for you. And you're just saving everyone the trouble. I mean, yeah, I think that's a little bit of a, you know, <laughs> selfish way to look at selfishness. But she yeah. actually put it beautifully. Yeah. I just butchered it. <laughs> no, I like that, and I always go along with that because I say, when you feed a homeless person, if that's something that makes you feel really good, if you go to some event and like help people all the time in that way, or if it's something much more mundane or more extravagant. What happens when you make that person feel better? You feel better, right? That's the only reason why you're doing it, unless it's like community fucking service. But <laughs> sometimes there's miracles that happen there. But uh, it's for you. Mm-hmm. It's all really for you. No matter what. Doesn't mean it's bad. You know what I mean? The feeling that you get from doing good things fine it's for the sake of the other person well who's thinking that who wants that sake to be met mm-hmm. it's you it's the i it's the observer right um yeah i don't know where i was going with that well i think if 
the more happiness there is, the more sort of happiness we all feel. It's snowball effect, it's right? It's snowball effect. It's right? an avalanche. Um, so brightening up someone's day kind of brightens up the world's day in a very small scale, but it's out there. And it, and it is for all of us and yourself personally. Absolutely. And I think, you know, I, I look back like 10 years ago, maybe longer, but I used to look at like everything, everything new age, spiritual, anything other than like strictly Christian religious as total silliness, total goofball, ridiculous. And, you know, of course that's been engineered as well because oh, yeah. there's a lot of soothsayers and, and snake oil peddlers in, in the spiritual movements, of, of course. Um, but um, now it's like you really have to, you know, uh, reclaim the cheese of the cheesiness of spirituality because it's the most truthful part of who we are. It's all those cheesy sayings that you find in that stuff is utterly true. But being happy has always been sort of seen as being cheesy. It's always cheesy. Like I'm up being Isn't that happy. funny? I'm like a nerdy little dork. Yeah, and spreading it and and w- wishing goodwill. Yeah. But like it's always and like it's uh, the dark, cynical people and just like Ugh. I know. Or us. Like, it, it, it is like. Yes, I would say it can be just you and me at times, but then again, shit, you look at our upbringing and every single kid that learned that hugging your mom was lame, okay? Yeah. <laughs> that, I think we're, we're programmed that way, most absolutely. likely by design. Yeah, because, okay, yeah, you learn it from other kids at school. Where the fuck did they learn it from? Oh, their parents. Well, where did they learn it from? This is not just the some natural thing. It's, it's the, yeah, the television. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's programming nefariously or naturally ignorant uh, whatever one the listeners are comfortable with it's happening <laughs> you know there was a my beloved Abraham Hicks yeah she said something like be so happy everyone around you just absolutely hates you <laughs> or you make them want to throw up or some, something along those lines I don't have the direct quote but it was it was beautiful. I think you've shown me her saying that. And yeah. She said it. She she has a way with words. Yes, though. absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And it's true, man. It's <laughs> it's and it's hard to do that a lot because your ego jumps in all the time, you know. It does, and I've been. That's one of the things I was really working on, and then I sort of stopped myself. But I was doing it secretly, so Andy doesn't even know. <laughs> but I was trying to um, find gratitude in in everything. Like I went around to all the pieces of furniture in my house I like and I'm like thank you for being pretty I gotta thank you you did I like you came up to me specifically and yeah. gave me a little thank you sort of thing it yeah. was really you didn't even cute know that I also did that to our dining room chairs no I felt very special but now I, skipped, I feel like a chair I or an skipped, ottoman you know I love furniture <laughs> and I skipped I skipped some things I'm like mm, sorry and I felt guilty for like snubbing that stool like so I went back I'm like I'm so sorry I love you. thank you so much for giving me a place to put my feet I didn't mean that I just I want to re- put more fabric on you but I was trying to do that and I was trying to like talk to the sun and talk to the wind and mm-hmm. you know I talked to the squirrels my buddies 
I was drinking a sip of water. I wasn't staring at her like a crazy person. I'm well aware that she <laughs> that she knew. has squirrel friends. I do. Chip. Oh, your squirrel friends. Squirrel friends. <laughs> <laughs> yes, now I have a YouTube channel. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, that's great. Follow for more. Um. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, but I was trying to do that, like just talk to the water like when i'm in the shower i'm like thank you water and i was trying to be nice to my body because i'm not i'm mean to her yep i am mean to this little meat suit avatar whatever you want to call it i give her no respect and we're not talking that she's like slumming it constantly behind my back and like you know yeah i'm not doing like rolling. crystal meth, yeah yeah no i'm i'm not she, saying nice things no she treats herself badly i mean i eat okay but i still treat myself badly and, and Verbally. I'm verbally abusive to myself. You are. Yeah. Yeah. And almost verbally abusive to me when I try to Ugh. disagree with her self-abuse. I don't. And, I don't like, sometimes that. she's not. Sometimes you'll be receptive and, like, kind of almost shed a tear, like, this is really hard, and thank you for trying to be there with it me. It kills me when he compliments me, and I'm just like, thank you. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, you're disgusting. Yeah, other times she, like, tries to logically argue with me <laughs> about how awful you look or this or that. I'm just like, settle the fuck down. Disgusting. Yeah, I get it. It triggers you, blah, blah, blah. Just, but try in that moment like, to I recognize what I'm trying to do. I can't even physically accept compliments. Yeah, and I'm just... and. She likes to compliment too. It's so hard. Darn, I'm one of them forceful husbands. So horrible. Forceful husbands too, where I'm just not gonna go. No, she just doesn't like it, so I'm just not gonna do it anymore. Yeah, he's gonna keep annoying me. No, yeah, I'm just gonna. (laughs) Yeah, I'm the guy that you know came back from psychedelics to all my atheist friends. Just loved saying God all the time, constantly in their faces, even though I didn't believe strictly in that. I just You're suddenly, not thinking, man. I'm a I was. Cow. I just imme- I just love to stir it up. I want people to fucking think and change and like. Yeah, it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. But it's a. It's you know. I'm not rubbing shit on your face. You are. That's a different in my kind head. of. Yeah, but that's a different kind of uncomfortable. You know, I'm making you uncomfortable for a reason. You but, know. But I hey, it listen. Hasn't I get it. Helped. Sometimes. In six years. It hasn't helped. <laughs> That just means you're not healed. No, I know. That's the end of <laughs> But listen, hey, listen, I There's a lot more. Again, I need to heal. sometimes you take it with a with take it nicely, sometimes you don't. No, I, I never try to back do. off. I just don't want you to argue with me some days. So I smile and I say through gritted teeth, thank you. That's better than getting mad at me. <laughs> like I understand being mad at yourself. I am and all that. So that's something, yeah, I'm trying to Show more gratitude for myself and my body. Absolutely. Even the parts I like. Like, hey, I can walk. That's <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. And I'm not going to be like, stretch marks on my thigh. No. I have legs that can walk. <laughs> so I'm going to find anything I can to feel grateful and gratitude. I'm just trying to be... I don't I guess I'm trying to fill my cup. Damn right. With and I love. think a little bit. Yeah. A little bit at a time, right? Yeah. And if I love feeding squirrels and <laughs> having tickle fights with Finnegan and painting furniture, then so be it. Yeah. That's going to make me happy. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe I'll finish something one day. That's the next... I think that's like the phase... You're, you're right on there where like... And I think I am too. We're both 
kind of right where we're talking about tonight about stopping ourselves where that's the next thing we're here to conquer because i think for the past year or so here and there we both have shown ourselves that we are capable of much more than we previously thought yes so that being said the next step is to shake that other part because the comp the confidence is is kind of there in our talents now where they weren't before but what now has to go away is the stopping ourselves and i think once we get to maybe the root of it because i've already i've said like a bunch of reasons why i think i stopped myself and again i'm still it's not even slowing down in fact i think it's speeding up so maybe that means i'm onto something and my my ego is just like oh no 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 it's fighting back can't change you can't change we have to keep things how we are that's safe it's safe to be in the routine in the routine of just sad needy yeah when you know when you're familiar with the feeling of oh it didn't work out you're gonna you keep you, you'll end up putting yourself in those situations you know yeah. maybe not in everything in life but certain things you know and I wonder if it is really a fear of success or if that's just another excuse yeah. Your ego's giving you to, am I really afraid of doing well? Like, that sounds stupid. Yeah. I kind so of that's agree. something I'm definitely going to look into more. Like, what is, what really is a fear of success? Yeah, it's like every time you hit a new, um, like, you dig, in, dig into a new layer and you find a new, like, reason, try to turn it into an excuse as much as you can see if it's an excuse yeah so it's like it's kind of like interrogation yeah you like have the to last and, and final interrogation of every layer you get to and that's it can be a rabbit hole that's sometimes. another thing i stopped doing when i started doing my getting really into inner child healing whenever i would have any any negative feeling whatsoever i would stop and be like all right what is the root of this Right. Where did this come from? How old do I feel right now when I think of this? Is it from is this it, person? Is it from myself? Is it from yeah. whatever? Is it, is it this? Oh, or is it just that? Is it something below that? You know. Yeah, and then you kind of sit there and just sort of wait for a feeling or a knowing or a, you know, some people will hear it. It, it. it depends. Sometimes you might get nothing, but even just the action of doing that will stop and make you think if anything plus practice makes perfect when it comes to this kind of stuff and i was getting i was getting clear answers and that's when it, like childhood memories that i don't have yeah. were hitting me out of nowhere like i'd sit there and be like why am i so afraid of this why am i having anxiety right now let's sit with this okay this okay i feel like i'm nine years old again where did this come from this came from so and so what happened what's the root of it and then all of a sudden all of these childhood memories relating to that specific fear that specific emotion um i got hit like my whole life before my eyes of all the times that that has played out in my life and i'm like oh okay so that's why i'm feeling this right now and so i've actually overcome a tremendous amount of things that held me back yeah and I'm still, I'm stuck on this stopping myself. I'm right there and I get right, right there. And as soon as I'm feeling really good, 
And as soon as the synchronicities are lining up and good things are happening to me, and I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. Drop everything. Yeah. It's, Get some potato chips. It's interesting because I, I watch it happen. Yeah. And I've learned not to really... Uh, try to coax you back into where you were because the f- the first and most difficult stage of that, and I absolutely do it too, you probably see this happening to me, yeah. is the beginning of the fall is always the most defensive too. Yeah, because you, you fuck with the person so who's so guilty. Yeah, when you're starting to decide to just give up as strong but fade away from what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to acknowledge it until you're far enough away that, oh, yeah, I guess I did. Yeah, or you just, you're so <laughs> mad at yourself for doing it that you don't need anyone to tell you it. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah, I know exactly what I'm doing right now, but I, I yeah. you can, if you keep making me acknowledge it, it's just going to make me upset. Yeah, it's not going to make me want to do it more. Like, yeah. when people tell you to quit smoking, you're like, I don't want to get two packs. Oh my God, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's like, you can't be told. No, granted, where's fucking Sadi Guru or any of our wisdom folks out there to come in right now and say, well, Jesus Christ, you guys are being idiots right now. Because there's oh, a sure, much higher you. perspective to this situation. We're literally describing our lows and and because yeah. we're all highs and we're all lows, all of us. Like we have all of this potential for wisdom and understanding of ourselves at the same time that we are very mortal. Like earlier, I was getting all like uh, kind of conspiratorial and negative on the couch. You're like, I'm off to 5D, see ya. Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just in that 3D mode. Some and days like, you get in those. Yeah, you same get in with like you. Downward spot. I do too. Yeah. yeah. I'm like the, I'm like, the world's ending. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wait. The world's ending. Yeah. Like for a while, you were stuck on the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. And then, and then as of recently, obsessed. you've been. Into the trucker thing, right? And it's like a positive thing. And here I am all filled with cognitive dissonance going, yeah, but, hmm, uh, I don't know if I trust this. Uh." (laughs) I'm loving, no matter what it is, good or bad, just like the attitude of everyone there and just the... That's what's good. The care, this, the humanity of it is what I'm holding on to. Whether it works or not, whether it's controlled opposition or not, or whether... That's what it's designed to do, so to create we don't get food or whatever. I'm not even focusing on any of the negativity of it. No, and that's a, the right attitude to have. And yeah. That's that five D shit. Focusing on like <laughs> people are taking people into their homes. People are risking so much, and the, the way they're doing it with like with the liberal tears on the gas cans. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that fills my heart with such joy, and <laughs> <laughs> just the joy in the Sark, and just the fun of they're just. I'm sure they're not having too much fun because it's freezing, but... I'd, I'd like to just cut in here just to let our audience know that when Kate says it fills her with joy to hear gas cans have liberal tears on them, <laughs> this is coming from a person who definitely would have considered herself, quote-unquote, not politically, just in general, a liberal, not liberal, a liberal. And I definitely did, too, yeah. for a long part of my, up, my, my teenage and younger 20s mm-hmm. and... And all of a sudden, it felt like our term or our our way of thinking was like hijacked. And then it's like, oh wait a minute, a bit. it's yeah. not it's not our way. No, it's it's not, not. It's you know we were young and we were clung to certain ideals that are offered and 
you know, offered to the young. And, you know, they're trying, they're always trying to get the youth, are they not? But anyway, off topic. Off topic. Off topic. Well, no, that's your other show. That's the that's other the show. Future. That's all the other shows. It's yeah, every other show. But I don't want to be that show. Yeah, I'm sorry. And even with the Ghislaine Maxwell thing, like, I knew in my heart of hearts that almost nothing was going to come of this. But if it made one more person aware of it, I'm going to cling to that and be like, yes. Oh, totally. I got you. And that's what I'm trying to do is find the positive and all this negativity. Yeah. And finish reading a single fucking book. (laughs) That's why I usually get books that I like just plan, especially the nonfiction ones. That's easy to just go. These are references. I'll pick apart what I want. I usually go through the glossary. I'm like, all right, what do I want to read about today? Like fucking 900 well, pages the books of I'm reading are like, you know, The Artist's Way or the, the Joe Dispenza Becoming Supernatural. Like, you don't get to skip around. No, those, those you have to. Those you kind of have jobs. to. They're jobs. Yeah. The, yeah, that's the problem. They're like responsibility. And I need responsibility, but mm. I don't have anyone to be accountable to except for myself. And I don't like myself, so what the fuck am I going to do? That's So that's where, and I wish I kept it in mind more, and maybe the more we talk about it, on the show, maybe it'll be fresh in our minds more, but the inner child shit, yeah, that work, the Wu Wei wisdom or whoever else you find that works with the inner child mm-hmm. idea, because especially if you're a parent, I sound like a broken record. I say it a lot on the deep share, but when you're a parent and you're working with the inner child and you start to visualize how you treat your child, you know, like, or how you treat yourself as your child, yeah. then it gets really fucked up and really mm-hmm. disturbing. And you go, I need to do a lot better. All the things that we talk about, we would motivate Finn where we wouldn't motivate ourselves. You know, we would, you know, make sure he he was doing the right things to, you know, be nourished and educated and this and that. Like an example, Andy is afraid of like AI and technology. Not afraid. afraid? Not afraid. Not afraid. I am raising Finn to be fucking John Connor. I am. I want to take on the machine. So exactly, Andy's like anti this and that, and I'm like. I want to go back in time and just live on a garden of my own food <laughs> supply and like not so technical. And then there's our son who just wants to build robots all day and talk about robots and make machines and make robots and this and that. Yep. And it's the complete opposite of anything Andy and I want or believe. But you know what we do? We get him all the pieces in the world and we completely encourage it because that's who he is and that's his destiny and that's his path and he was born to live his life and it's our job as parents to nurture him for who he is not berate him into being who we want to be or who we couldn't be our fucking selves exactly that was beautiful sorry i've been just like you i don't eat anymore (laughs) i'm so sorry everyone i'll work on my trash and another way of saying exactly what you said is like the way i look at it is yes there's like this creepy little ego voice in my head that goes, oh my God, what if someday it's like your son with like metal arms and he's come to kill you, the revolutionary podcaster. But we're not like, raising him that way. No, of course not. No, <laughs> no shit. It's, but like that voice is so small, but so real that what if, what if, what? And that's just one example. But like instead of listening to that guy, 
I'm doing what you say. We're, we're like, we're getting him anything he's interested in and, and letting him go to town. And I'm t- we're teaching him everything. He loves robotics and all that. If that's what he ends up sticking with, and we as parents, as his shepherds, allow that path and we allow that flow, that, that natural flow to occur, then that's good karma right there. Yeah. That's us allowing the universe to do what it wants, what it's what it's doing and stop fighting against it. And I feel like that is always rewarded. Yes. And in the long run, what, and especially, and they, they do this in movies a lot where, Oh, you think something's going to be bad. Oh, but it's always been bad. This whole movie, you don't want this thing to happen. And then suddenly, Oh, that's what it was the whole time. Oh, and we thought it was this. I mean, they do it in children's stories with scary figures and scary houses that turn out to be beautiful. Like, you have to let your what ifs fucking go, and we're talking about stopping ourselves. Yeah. It's filled; they're filled with what ifs. Yeah, and you gotta let them go because they don't exist. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Whoa. Bam. Parenting. Parenting. One o two. I never got to level. never got to like science one o two or math one o two, and I was in special needs mathematics. I should have been. I can't even subtract. I see a number and my brain goes, Run! <laughs> no, and then here's our four-year-old doing math in his head and oh, coming he's out and awesome. telling us I'm math s- problems. I'm, I'm like, so pumped. So Great. pumped. I don't know how we got this one, but we did. Because we're allowing his energy to flow. That's right. I feel like, I think that makes me the angriest, is that I have not been able to live sort of my divine purpose. I have not right. been able to live what I came here to be. And now at 41, <laughs> I'm like, well, now I don't even remember what it was or what it is or what it's supposed to be. It's probably changed a thousand times. And I, I was never following the path as to, I mean, I guess that you are where you're always meant to be, I suppose. And maybe that was part of my story of what was meant to be. But I feel like, I was very, very, very stifled and not allowed to be or express myself. Mm. And I made sure as a parent, I was never, ever going to do that. And I think that's the deepest healing is is passing it on to your children. I don't want him to have a lot of stuff to heal from. It's going to because we're humans. Inevitable. Yep. It's inevitable. We yell, we get... But some of those things he'll have to heal from will be from things that we did with these intentions, too. And I think we do well. Like, if we have a bad day and we yell, we stop and we go in his room. We're like, I am so sorry that I I spoke to you that way. I'm so sorry I yelled and I got mad. I had no right to do that. And I apologize. Yeah, we really go out of our way. And, you know, I bet someone would come in probably and say, yeah, well, that's not what the world's like. So... Stop That's right there. That's how the world should be. That's how the world's going to be. Because there's more of be. us happening than there are of you. Yeah. People are breaking generational curses left Ooh. and right. People are stopping family trauma and, oh, my dad beat me, so I'm going to beat my kids. Or my, you know, people are, are waking up. Or even a softer version of that because I'm evolving. I'm not like my parents. I don't hit them. But, you know, so much verbal abuse or this abuse yeah, or just it's stifling. Same. The, it's all the same. Yeah. We, if, if you're coming from that place, if you're coming from that what if place, it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be inevitable. So, yeah, we got to. But here, uh, here's something we haven't brought up and we don't have to go on and on about it. But another aspect of letting his energy flow the right way mm-hmm. or something along those lines is 
you know, we always say the parent is the example, right? Mm-hmm. And we, I think, are very good examples with a lot of things that we've said tonight and other times. Mm-hmm. But with the things that we're healing t- from and going towards, that's very crucial, too, I think, for our own child. How to see us not necessarily succeed, but to fucking try and give it our all. So um, mirroring is something children do, and that's yes. the biggest way they learn. No matter how many times you say something to your kid, they're yeah. always going to do what you do. They're going to mirror you and mirror your actions. And my son sees me taking time and stopping and breathing and yes. putting my hand on my heart and saying, like... And okay. he's doing it now. He's doing it now, too. It's great. When he gets... He feels himself getting overwhelmed. He comes to me. He's like, I need to do the grounding exercise that we do together. And mm-hmm. we sit down with it. We ground and, and we're back to normal. Or when I see him getting upset, I'm like, why don't you go take five? Our, our take five from our first episode was, yeah. I, I give that to him. I'm like, go take five, buddy. Go. Absolutely. Go in your room. Take a few minutes. Come out when you're ready. It's not like a timeout situation. It's like you need to walk away. You need to calm down. And then when you're ready to talk, come out. And we'll talk because you can't you can't talk to someone when they're in that angered state, even a child. And, and why should children be held to higher standards than adults? Right. Exactly. And, like, oh, how yeah. dare you have an emotion? My I'm bigger than you. My emotions are more important. It's like, no, he's allowed to feel upset. I understand that you're upset. You're not allowed to yell at me. So let's go take some time. <laughs> Come back and we'll talk about it. And then, you know, he sees us kind of trying to do that, too. And. I think it's a wonderful, a wonderful thing, and yeah, hopefully he he gets something from that. Oh, I think he's gonna get a lot from, yeah, yeah, our communication. Like yeah. he's seen us argue a bunch, of course, mm-hmm. but like he doesn't see us get into like horrible. Well, we don't have horrible fights that much anymore, which no. is really great. He did when we were little, and that's something he's gonna have to. Overcome. Oh, absolutely, because yeah. we we made mistakes too. We weren't. I was this. also drinking all the time too. Not that that's an excuse. No. It was who I fucking was, and that was not okay. It's not okay. Did you tell them? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I was an alcoholic. Yeah. Or am right. The, see, I, I never, I was never okay with that. Like, oh, once you're always an alcohol. Well, sure, yeah, you know what to stay away from, and you know what's poisoning you and what's not yeah. okay for you. I'm not gonna. I don't like to brand myself like that. Yeah. But yeah, I had a problem with alcohol. We got along way too well with my existential dread. Yeah. <laughs> so long story short, it had to end, and it ended harshly, and it it was difficult and I fell down and had to get back up a bunch of times and it feels really good yeah it's been a couple years now my god it's like so like I'm clear-headed you know a thousand times over and then when I first started not drinking it was like my my inner child woke back up all my creative sides all the things I was interested in that I just you know you get held held down by something like that uh, you know, everything starts to lose meaning except for it, which is terrible. But yeah, that, that, that's that. That's some pretty deep healing. Yeah. But, um, what was I saying before? Oh yeah. So yeah, he witnessed us much worse than we are now, but not a lot. I mean, we were still really good parents to him, yeah, even we, in the beginning. We were We've always, always been very good. But um, regardless, we're getting better. And those will be scars that he has to heal from deep, deep within if he ever, ha- you know what I mean? And the difference between us and, say, parents who are not like us, 
we can accept that. Like if he comes to us and says, you know, hey, this hurt me or, you know, I'm realizing this or this and that. Or even if he can't come up with the conclusion himself, like, hey, maybe mommy and daddy had some pretty big fights when you were one or two. Exactly. That could probably be it. And we're so sorry about that. We we weren't even thinking yeah, at the time. Yeah, like, humility. Yeah, like, we're we gonna can be admit ourselves where we were wrong. And honest with him. Yeah, and we want him to be able to come to us if we're doing something that's upsetting him. Yeah. Well, I think I, I know that I was raised this way and I think it's because my parents were, or especially my father was raised this way and so on and so on beyond him that you have to, have to treat your children like not employees. That's just rude. And that's, yeah, that's not, it's not that, but with this authoritative sense, because again, that's the way the world is out there, and you're preparing them all for it. Parents of old, you know, our, our yes, generation. absolutely. Even now, there are parents like that. There's now. people our age and younger doing that too. It depends on depends on a lot of things, I guess. Yeah. We are who we are, and we've gone way off topic at this point. But whatever, this has there been. There are no real topics. There's no real topics. We have a basis for what we want to talk about, and it's stopping ourselves and how do we get past that yeah. and i don't think we solved anything tonight of course that's not what the first initial no. bringing up of the point is but to, to it's going to bring up it, a lot I'm of shit sure a lot of people out there a lot of people out there are going to feel the same way and sort of resonate and at least they won't feel so terribly alone in it or bad about themselves because of it because right. a lot of people do it and even for ourselves, like, this is opening more of a can of worms for us to yeah. talk about more and think about more throughout the week and everything. I like this. We get to talk more now doing this than ever before. Right? It's an excuse. <laughs> it's nice. Oh, we get... Oh, it's our little podcast date. <laughs> just, we're exhibitionists, so everyone's listening. <laughs> you know? Maybe, the, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon. Um... No. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. So you want to cover anything else tonight? Well, you want I to say anything else? Um, some food for thought is us thinking about stopping ourselves. And I think this coming week or two, or I don't know how often we're going to be doing these. We should do it. At, well, we, we're talking about challenging ourselves and talking about it on the podcast to kind of solidify it, as yeah. we say. Give it our, make it our deadline, right? Yeah. So, like... How about let's start off easy and let's challenge each other to, I don't know, be willing to help the other? Or I, I'm not sure. What do you think? Well, I was thinking <clears throat> this week. Yeah, it's Monday. This works. Yeah. Well, for this us, week. it's Monday. For us, it's my Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, Andy got me ice cream I'm allergic to. So, <laughs> two, two ice creams that I'm allergic to. <laughs> That's how you do it, folks. Yeah, couldn't read the word wheat. Um, didn't. 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 He's like, ice cream, dairy-free, with pretzels. She can have pretzels, right? No. The dairy-free ones. Yeah. They are the dairy-free. <laughs> Anywho. Anyway. Um, oh, challenge. Challenge. So let's try to th get to the root this week. That's our challenge. To why we stop ourselves. If we don't even get to the root, at least we can come up with... We'll be digging, at least. Dig in and get some more ideas and play around with those ideas and hopefully see if that 
help. So we're just going to be everyone's sort of guinea pigs. All right, that, that works. I'm down. Yeah, anybody else out there that kind of can resonate with this idea that... Or has definitely overcome it. Yeah. Or is becoming aware of it now. Yeah, maybe we reminded you of something. You're like, oh my God. Let's quickly like discern the difference between like procrastination and this stopping ourselves that we're talking about. Mine is straight up, as soon as I start seeing any success or any rewards or any benefit from either my healing or anything. Like I was in feng shui school and I got a client and I like, the client didn't, it wasn't It didn't great. work out for other reasons, too, but I let that stop me. Right. I'm like, oh, this one bad experience, I'm out. Right. It wasn't necessarily a bad experience, it was a, it was a mismatch. Yeah, there's a big difference between that and, like, you know, watching an extra episode before you do laundry. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't have so to beat yourself I, up if I you're s- in the latter category. <laughs> I stopped it. And, or, like, my Artist Way book, I was loving it, and I was seeing dramatic changes in myself as a person and i was too everyone was and i stopped myself that's the kind of stopping we're talking about yeah and if you do have a partner and you're think i don't know doing doing this with us or whatever i don't know like you know your partner is your mirror or can be hopefully if you can if you're lucky enough get them involved tell them like hey I want to be held accountable to this. Yeah. And you can't get mad when they do. And that's the thing. We tell each other we're going to do that with each other, and then we forget, and then we go back to our defensive selves with, well, e- with each other. Well, I think we've been kind of good. We slipped up a little with the overwhelmingness of the basement <laughs> as to the hate, because sometimes Andy's in go mode and I'm not, and sometimes I'm in go mode and he's not. So now we <laughs> ask each other, what are you capable of? I want to get this done. What are you capable of? Yeah, what are you capable of the tonight? What are you capable of this afternoon? It's yeah. not even just all day long. That's even too much to ask. Yeah. What are you capable are of you, right now? What do you, can, are you capable of doing anything in the basement today? And it's like, no. And okay. it's been working really well to the extent where, like, it just immediately disarms each other. We're like, when I say that to you, it's not like you hear me saying, what are you doing right now? Exactly. And it doesn't come off that way where it would have if there wasn't any communication. It right. would have just been like, I'm sitting down on the couch because that's what I need this moment. Or I'm doing something creative right now because that's where my brain is at in a creative moment. Mm-hmm. And Andy wants to paint the basement floor or organize something. <laughs> and I don't. Instead of him seeing me as lazy and like huffing and puffing around... It's like, okay, well, we talked about this, and she told me that she's in a really creative zone right now, and I'm going to let her, I'm going to allow her that space to be where she needs to be. Right. Just because this is my project doesn't mean it has to be hers, and vice versa. Yeah, and there's a lot of, it's, there's so much unsaid with that capable line, you know? Because, like, what comes with it also is, like, a mutual trust that, like, we've kind of... I don't know, a week ago, two weeks ago. We've done it periodically, but it's been building to this point where we like really went, hey, let's get all of our shit in order. Yeah. All of it. And we've been keeping up with so much more than ever before as a couple. Yeah. Absolutely. Hands down. Absolutely. Confident in saying that. Together. So we, and this is momentum, right? So we're just going to keep that going. Yeah. We have a lot of accountability with one another already. Mm-hmm. And it's increasing in a positive way as we do this more so i like it absolutely so our challenge this week is to think about why we stop ourselves and come up with some ideas on how to stop stopping ourselves yes 
for how to start ourselves. Yes, you'll now see. Now we're good starters. You'll hear more of these because, shit, if I can do three interviews a week on the Deep Share sometimes, I can walk down a flight of stairs with my wife and record an hour of us talking. If I'm capable. If you're capable. <laughs> <laughs> I've been going to bed at 8 o'clock at night on this fast because if I'm asleep, I'm not hungry. <laughs> yeah, I understand that feeling. I miss my late night mindless eating <clears throat> deeply. But you had, you, you know, you're, you're, that's a, that's one thing you do want to stop, right? You know, sometimes stopping Absolutely. yourself is good. And it's fun because you get to actually stop and think like, wait, I'm not even hungry. I just want to do this because it's a habitual thing and it sort of breaks you of it. And it'll also open more wor- more cans of worms yeah. right there, too, while you're going through those things. Because I want to do more. Things. I want this to be videotaped. I want to... Hell yeah. When I have my garden, I want to put up a channel and just show people what I've learned, mistakes I've made. and Yes. I'm at least humble enough. I like to show people my mistakes to save people the trouble. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not ashamed of, I screwed up. Don't do this. Yeah, <laughs> it's really important to be able to do that. Yeah. Again, back to the... I mean, not that we're... Give, trying to like oh, be yeah. parental, uh, prof, you know, experts or anything, but um, p- just prefacing with that personal thing, like saying don't do that to a kid or any form of that mm-hmm. sucks. But when you add, you know, I did that once, or the, you know, any sort of personal yeah. additive there changes it completely. Yeah. It takes it from an authoritative point of view to a helping point of view. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought of that. It really does nothing to do with anything else, really. But, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. random good thought. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got, I think. Yeah, all right. This was nice. Yeah. I'm glad we finally stopped stopping ourselves from... We were on the fence. You almost never got another episode. Oh, my God. Isn't that terrible? Like, we Every knew we night. had gold, too. We knew this is great. Everyone's telling us how much they love it, blah, blah, blah. And, and we course, love now it. Now I'm like, oh, my God, people like it. I gotta stop myself. <laughs> and so this is the ultimate like center point of of motivating each other and holding each other accountable. Mm-hmm. We gotta be better about it. We well, told fuck, one of us has to be in the mood to podcast. Oh Jeez. <laughs> we told ourselves we were gonna do this about four days ago. Times. Yeah, it was like we were gonna just do it on the phone before Andy got even some equipment back up. And yeah. Before I had anything rearranged back in here, I w- we were just, like, willing to sit on the couch. We were even talking it up. Like, yeah, it'll be comfortable. We'll just sit on the couch. We'll pass the phone back and forth. It will be less quality, but whatever. Yeah, we'll just Didn't do him. that. Yeah, no. We just kept going, like, eh. We were, you, uh, you know, I used the capable thing in a bad way. Yeah. I was like, so what are you capable of tonight? As a, like almost a way to tell you, I'm not capable. Yeah. I think that should be against so the rules. I was gonna be like, let's <laughs> podcast that you clearly don't want to. Yes, do. and you're always good at that. Like, well, I'm gonna give him his space if he's feeling a certain way. And it's like, ah, yeah. So we didn't do it tonight. Thank God, we actually came down here and did it. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> you were on the couch. I was standing. I was like, hey, let's do it. And we did it. I was like nodding off on the couch. I'm like, ah. I was worried. I was like, ah, okay, it'll be Kate tonight that cancels it. It'll probably be me tomorrow night. (laughs) And I wasn't going to let myself, and I wanted to a thousand times. A hundred percent, I wanted nothing to do with this tonight. It's really fucked up because I was just going to. I'm really glad we did it. Yeah, me too. I am too. Because all I would have gotten different was we would have either watched an hour of um, a TV show. Yeah. Or we would have not hung out together and you would have been scrolling on your phone or yeah. doing something and doom I would have been playing a video game instead of meditating or journaling or you would have been doom scrolling I would have been doom slaying yeah 
pretty cool. But not cool. But not cool. Absolutely not. Not all the time. Not all the time. Every now and again. Yeah, Every now and again. Someday. My God. We're just you know, people. That's the toughest part about the survival video games I play. Everything takes fucking forever, and I don't have forever to play video games. I'm not 20. No. Anyway, that's why I doom slay sometimes. There you go. I'm going to go not stop myself from playing video games. I'm going to not stop myself from going to bed. Yeah. Well, we did the thing, so we're, we're off the hook. But I am going to stop myself from eating a bag of potato chips on the way. That's fantastic. Thank I'm you. I'm proud of you. Proud I of am going to stop myself from staying up till 2 in the morning oh when I have God. to get up at 6. I know, because then it wakes five. me up at 5. Yeah. Having to kick you physically out of bed. <laughs> All right, everybody. Toodaloo. Good night. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.